What is up, everybody? Welcome into episode 27 of the How You Doing Pod. Brady and Alex here, back at it again for another week. X, how you doing? I'm doing so good. We got to spend so much time together this weekend and do so many fun things. We had a wedding of one of our best guy friends. Um, we had a golf tournament for one of our closest childhood friends fathers to honor his legacy and that was so much fun we got to spend so much time together that day we were just riding around the golf cart together and just chatting and honestly picking on people and messing with them which was <laughs> the best part i i can't wait to talk about everything we did and the questions we asked and stuff because it was a hoot um we were both just talking about when we got on here how we've been go 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 this whole weekend and how i feel like the older you get the harder it is to go from the go 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 straight back into regular life i feel like when we were younger we could literally stay up to the break of dawn and then just like play a full softball tournament the next day and be totally fine but now i feel like it's a little bit of a struggle to where each day you're like okay i gotta catch up on that sleep a little bit i gotta i gotta catch up on my healthy eating or like my water intake or whatever it is, but it's always worth it to spend quality time with the people you love. So yeah, we just had on Sunday, we literally sat in my living room and talked for, I don't even know how many hours and my cheeks were hurting afterwards because we had <laughs> laughed so much. And Brady's husband, Chase has the best one liners, I think on the planet. And every time I think, okay, like all the funny moments are over, we've gone over every every detail of everything we could chase would come in with a little one-liner and just make everyone laugh so hard that we just had the best weekend and yeah feeling like a full heart going into this week even though my eyes are a little bit tired and I mean a little bit of rest how are you today I'm good too I know I feel like it I can hang 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 and then it kind of hits you and I'm like holy moly you just hit yes. like a brick wall but no doing so good this weekend yeah. like you said just filled my cup right up i um yes we had the wedding saturday which was so much fun our friend zach got married and i love a wedding i love, love dancing there's just there's so much fun and it's fun to kind of go to a wedding because none of us were in it well chase was in it as a groomsman but the rest of us really weren't so you just get to show up like 15 minutes before you really just get to fully enjoy yourself not that it's not amazing to be in a wedding it's yeah. an honor but you just have so many less responsibilities totally. when you just get to show up and enjoy yourself. You don't have to take all the pictures and whatnot and do uh -huh. all the things. So, um, yeah, I just thought that was such a beautiful wedding. And Sunday was probably my absolute favorite part of it. Just recapping. There's Same. nothing better than just sitting, recapping the night with all of your best friends. I feel like everybody can relate to that and just retelling the stories. And somehow they're so much better the next day. There was just so many moments. Even ones that weren't funny in the moment. Also, we learned that Matt can do an Australian accent to a freaking T. Brady's brother-in-law is born and raised in Australia and has like a really strong accent. And Matt was talking about like something that Damien was saying to him and literally took us all by surprise when he was doing it because we were like I, I kept thinking like oh okay this first sentence he's just like on a roll with but every sentence he would say i'm like that's spot on how do you uh, how do you do that a thousand percent i was like matt this is your party trick he was so good i feel like everybody tries an australian accent but yes. mine always comes out sounding a little english it's just yes. not right it's just not correct but his was so spot on i was like this is this is your thing this is was such a surprise um, agreed but 
that night we went to the rodeo, which I love going to the rodeo. Oh, yeah. We went for my dad's 60th. 60th birthday, which shout out the goat, Mr. Mark King, 60 years old, making 60 look like 40. Happy birthday, daddy. But yeah, so his birthday was yesterday officially, but we went to the rodeo Sunday night for that. And he, um, the best part of the rodeo, I don't know if you've been to one lately, but I cannot wait till my future children are old enough. I think they have to be five to do the mutton busting where they ride the sheep Alex, I was in tears. These kids, they have to hold on to the sheep and then they just run around the, the arena. This one kid was incredible, would not let go, just was doing circles around the whole arena, ended up winning. And then this other kid held on so tight. And at the end, I swear to God, the the sheep, yeah, sheep or lamb. I don't know. Is that the same thing? Is a sheep the same I thing as a lamb? I have anyway, no idea. I think it was a sheep. It did quite literally a front flip, like landed on this kid and he, but he keeps hanging on. Like the sheep gets up and keeps running and he's still hanging on. I had like tears streaming down my face. It was the best part of the entire show. I was like, this this is the absolute best. I can't wait till Mav and them a couple more years, but I'm like, you have to do that, buddy. It's hilarious. Oh my, I didn't even know that's a thing. Honestly, I don't think I've ever been to a rodeo now that I think about it. I think I've like... Yeah, I think I've, like, walked by them happening at the fair when we used to go. Like, okay, if you aren't from Loveland, Colorado like us, we used to go to the fair every August right before school started. It was that and the 4th of July were, like, the show-up spots for everyone. The All the competing high schools, you'd come, you'd see all the boys that you've been hanging out with all summer or ones that you haven't. It would be, you dress in your cutest clothes, you take your pictures and put them on MySpace and Facebook. <laughs> it was like the time, that's pretty much all we had to do. Like, it was the event the of spots. the summer. You're so yes. right. July 4th and uh, Fair Week, which is like yes. right now, which it was always a bittersweet time because it meant it was the week before school started or sports totally. started, whatever. So you were kind of sad, but it was also like the highlight of the summer because you're right. You just got to dress your best and see everybody that you wanted to see. And oh, I loved it. But yes, we've always gone. We've gone every year to the rodeo at that fair um, just as a family for as long as I can remember. But you have to go to a rodeo. It's fun. You would like it. There's some events that I don't like, like when they have to wrestle the steer and because I just love cows. So their poor necks and stuff. And I know it's not hurting them. So they say. But there's some really fun events. But yeah, I think my aunt maybe was like a rodeo queen. So my family, they are really into it as far as my dad's side, which doesn't surprise you, I'm sure. (laughs) But so we've gone for years and years, but that was really fun. And then, yeah, like I said, we got to um, work the Kongstrong tournament the fifth year. I think it was a huge success per usual, but we had the funnest job this year getting Mm -hmm. to, we just had to go around and interview the golfers. So we were on a car all day, just going from hole to hole. And also golf courses are so confusing. Oh my God. We were, I knew I was geographically challenged before, but being on a golf course, I was like, do these go in order? What is absolutely going on? Insane. We literally had no idea. Like we, we would go, we've probably been around eight times by the time that I had to leave <laughs> the whole entire course. And I think we were. I don't know. We were trying to find someone in particular and we thought that we were at like 
I don't know, hole four. We were at like 19 or I, you know, who, I don't think there's 19. 19 There's not even 19 holes. There's, oh my God. You are kidding me. That was was the perfect point. Yeah, that was was. us. We're like, where's hole 27, please? They're like, oh my God. They're like, get these girls out of here. I think people were confused what our jobs even were too, because they were like, these girls have driven by us 13 times. They've handed me a tiny microphone. One of them, like, are they just, are they messing with us? Or like, what's happening? It was, but it was so freaking fun. We, Brady is such, I mean, obviously because of your job, but you're so natural at interviewing people and just like going off the cusp of like having interview questions. I was so impressed. I was like, I don't even know what to ask. Oh my God. You're so sweet. No, you had great questions. I feel like we had the perfect mix of um, some sentimental questions about just what this event means. A lot of people have been involved with it for a long time and are really close with the family that runs it and puts it on but then we also had a lot of fun with some people just asking goofy questions to get good uh sound bites so i actually need to upload all that stuff so they can use it for whatever they want to use them for just i had a blast doing that i also will call myself out on this i interviewed brady did most of the interviewing and only a couple times like brady's husband chase told me to interview um a guy that we know from high school who was in the group behind them ask him like how it felt to you know hit me in the face with his golf ball because he had one that like came near him or hit him or something chase was just kind of messing with him and so i went out of my way to like go ask (laughs) and after that i asked him so this is your first time at the Kong Strong tournament, and he was like, "No, this is my third. And I, and I go, "Oh, well, I've just, I guess I've never like noticed you here." And he was like, "Okay, thanks." I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm digging myself in a bigger and bigger hole this entire time." But it was he was such a good sport about it. He was like joking along with me and stuff. But I thought, and after then she that, asked like, about his oh, job that he no longer has. Yes, and then I go. Brady had made the best joke on the planet. Honestly, I, it just made me laugh so hard. So Brady's mom is best friends with a realtor who's super well known, who is one of the best realtors in Northern Colorado. And so Brady was interviewing her and said, uh, "The votes are in, and you're the 14th best realtor here because a lot of the people who are golfing are realtors, um, just because Siri worked in that business." And um, she goes. What? <laughs> she was like so offended we there was no vote we, brady kept telling people you were voted best dressed or you were you know we were just making stuff up off the cusp and so we i did that same thing and he was like well i'm no longer a realtor anymore i'm like okay i'm three for three with this interview i think i'm just gonna tap out honestly goodness he was such gracious a good sport about it though oh, it was, he was so funny he's like i'm not a realtor anymore but like yeah happy to be happy to still be in the running you know whatever oh, this running gosh. is but why was it it was so funny to joke that there was all these voting and yes. all these everybody pulled together and this was because everybody somehow believed us i'm like how when would we have done this but it was it was good so i feel like everybody was a good sport about it we had so much fun with it i asked my dad when we were interviewing him so we had this mini mic from amazon it was honestly perfect i'm gonna use it, it for work now i was like this yes. is great you look pretty comfortable with that mic in your hand he's like thanks i get it from my youngest youngest daughter i'm like i'm not your i'm not your youngest daughter oh that poor guy he just can't keep us all straight he calls us all the different names he's forgotten the order of our birth apparently um he's like i mean my my third youngest my third He's so funny, too. It's like if you know Mark at all, when we're playing softball and he's trying to get attention or trying to get our attention, no matter who it is, if it's me, he would go, Brady, Lucy, Tex, Susie, Lori, 
gee, like he just goes through every single person in his mind until he lands on you. So it just like adds humor to that, especially when he said my youngest daughter, I was like, what do you mean? He just is the funniest person to interview. He low-key loved it because he was like asking where it was, if it was posted, if it was, he thought oh. during the dinner. So the, the auction period after the event's over, they do an auction and he's like, so are they going to play the video after this? Oh my like, no. no. Who do you think put that together that quickly? Oh my and gosh. But he was excited. He goes, ours was probably one of the best, right? And I was like, for sure absolutely yeah. it was he's you, like we you, were pretty funny you know the top choice i think it's also funny too when you were telling people that they were voted best dress they would get so excited and it is funny too because you're like okay did you vote on anything because what would logically make sense when do you think we would have collected these votes in the past two hours exactly I was thinking oh about this. So last week you asked my dream job would be if I couldn't do it, if it could not be in the field that I'm in at all. So I yeah. think, what did I land on? Talk show host or something? Um, game um, show host. Oh, game show host. Yes. yes. But also, I was like, Brady, how did you not say, I've said this for years, impractical jokers <gasps> would have 1,000% be my dream job. To get Honestly, paid to just mess with people. That show, I don't know how they still get away with it because I'm pretty sure it's still on TV. And I don't understand how because I feel like they're fairly known at this point that you right. would like see one of them and be like, oh, we're like, this is all a joke. But I would love to work on a show like that. Honestly, if you guys have not ever met Brady in person, she is the biggest prankster of all time. Like, there's. I would say when we get in a group, it's, like, a very common thing. Like, your sisters will do it and, like, our a group of guy friends or a group of girlfriends and stuff. But Brady is always the captain, the forefront, the joker. She'll go out of her way to do it even when other people aren't around. Like, she'll do it at work. She'll do it, like, just when it's her one-on-one with somebody else. And I think that is, like, the funniest thing on the planet. She's also famous for purposely, like, falling in, um, like, at concerts or something. And there's videos of it, I think, on your, at least on your Instagram, if not your TikTok. But it is the funniest thing ever because she will fall hard for the bit. So that would be the most perfect job for you. You would go all out. You wouldn't care. And a thing that I found about myself with these situations is I'm always worried that I'm going to, like, hurt someone's feelings or, like, or make them feel awkward or whatever but you always like by the end of it they always laugh with you but I'm always worried about in the moment but you go in full force and it always is like makes them laugh in the long run so I just need to like get rid of that <laughs> like at the wedding Cisco's we're doing the Cupid shuffle and Cisco's go up to Whitney and say Whitney you're you're not doing it right and then someone asked me something so then I'm talking so within two seconds sis is over there telling her and so then later on, Whitney's like laughing with her. And then like three songs later, I go, yeah, by the way, when you were doing the Cupid Shuffle, it was just, you know, you might want to review it next time. And she goes, Whitney goes, gosh, dang it. I knew it. I knew I was doing it wrong. I'm like, Whitney, I'm just kidding. And she like, you know, sis had already even played the joke on her. But it's just so funny because in our group of friends and like family and stuff, you never know what to take seriously because people are always joking and they're always playing a prank on you. They're always pulling your leg. And it's funny because when you try to tell like even your dad something serious, he'll look at you for a second like, are you serious? <laughs> he won't he won't take it seriously for a second. You have to like let it sink in or like give him some sort of evidence whether it's true or not for it to be like a solid piece of information, I feel like sometimes. 
thousand percent i'm the girl that cried wolf i'll just have to live with that forever um have you seen the show jury duty no but i've heard about it and i've heard it's so good me too i because this this one guy that just does everybody else is in on it except for this one guy and it made me think of you kind of feeling bad about it because you don't know at the end i guess this guy is hilarious and takes it very well which i feel like most people would but i guess you never know but he was just right. messed with for like however long this trial lasted but i've heard it's so funny and i just need to watch it but um i just haven't got on the train yet but i did start watching um yesterday randomly i heard have you heard of special forces no so it's like they get 16 celebrities and they take them to basically a deserted island and they train them like they're special to be in the special forces, I guess. And it's so interesting because they get such a good cast. I'm watching season one right now, but the reason I wanted to watch is because season two, they dropped their cast, which you might be interested. Uh, Tom Sandoval is going to be on it, which people are like, great get because people are going to watch it, want to watch him like really struggle, which sounds bad, but you know what I mean? Tyler Cameron. I forget who else is on that. Nick Vial, but there's going to be a really good second season. So I was like, I should just watch the first and see like the layout of the show. Right. And I've only watched two episodes, but it was pretty entertaining. It's just fun to see celebrities like that. So out of their element. That made me think of so many different things when you were just saying that. First, Hannah Brown's in the first one, right? Yes, yes. Okay, I'm obsessed with her. I saw a highlight the other day on TikTok of when Luke comes to the rose ceremony when she's just between um, Jed, Tyler, and Peter. And just the way that she handles that whole situation, she's such a badass. And I really do feel like that was kind of the start of like nothing could beat that season and mm -hmm. how she dealt with that kind of everything. And I just love her so much. But... Then I was thinking about this dress that she posted that I want to buy that's on my, like, to buy tab. Um, just being honest. And then I was thinking about, okay, I think that her and Tyler Cameron will forever have such a chemistry. And when they were, like, getting back together during COVID, I was like, yes, this is it. Like, they are so meant to be. He was obsessed with her. She just, I think she just didn't want to admit how much she liked him because I think she was afraid of getting hurt by him. Because he does kind of seem like... A fuck boy he kind of does but i think he in the long run will be like honestly the best dad he is a looker everybody knows that it and i feel like after he dated Gigi, she probably was like oh, oh, <laughs> what did i do also last thing that i was thinking while you're saying that is did you see that nick vial and his or his fiance are pregnant <gasps> no yes they announced it yesterday so i'm guessing that they'll probably put off the wedding until afterwards but yeah, they posted it yesterday, and honestly, I am so happy he finally found someone because I honestly think he's Did one of the most entertaining people. Did you watch season? No, no, I didn't. Okay. Maybe, maybe didn't... that's why I like him. No, I didn't either. I just remember, yeah. I, I get interesting vibes from him. It's not that I don't like him. I just think he is, but he is who he is, which good for him. At first, right. I was like, this guy just feels like, Ugh, I don't know. I know putting on a show but then he stayed the same and like for years and years and years so i think it's just him and people seem to like him so i'm like obviously he's probably a good dude agreed i feel i feel like when he was on 
um caitlin season and stuff i was kind of like who is this guy not super into it but ever since listening to his podcast like i even think when he was on paradise or whatever i was like get this guy out like how many chances is he gonna have but i think he is such a great interviewer and an advice giver which is kind of was a hard thing a little bit when he didn't have a relationship because you were like how are you giving all this great relationship advice yet you don't but so sometimes i really think that People are really waiting for something that they don't have to settle for, which I think that all the time with friends of ours that are single and people are like, oh, you know, why doesn't so-and-so have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? I'm like, maybe because they haven't found the right person. They didn't want to settle yet, you know, and I think that sometimes that's admirable. But then when you have a podcast or like bits where you're constantly giving relationship advice, that can totally come off as like, okay, who does this guy kind of think he is? But the last Bachelor thing, did you see that Caitlin and Jason called off their engagement? Yes. So Were you expecting it? I feel like I wasn't shocked only because just there was never, they hadn't even made like a single wedding plan, I believe. And they Mm -hmm. were like, they joked that it's because they had totally different visions. But I just, it kind of all seemed a little bit fishy to me. Like It did okay, why are we, you know, I'm sure you have a lot of help and could get this done if you really wanted to, but it kind of just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. So I was like, maybe they just won't do it. And so I wasn't super shocked, but I am sad because they did seem like a good match. I loved him when he was on Becca Kufrin's season, I believe, and think, Mm -hmm. um, I think they're both great, but yeah. I don't know what ultimately went wrong. I want to know so bad. And obviously we're probably never going to learn, but I want to know like, what was it that broke them apart? Because they, they have their house, they've got their dogs. They're like, we're essentially living a married life, but clearly something wasn't right. You know, I know. I actually feel like maybe we will find out because I feel like she actually always tells the truth in the long run on her podcast or like, actually, even when she went on Nick Vial's podcast, she opened up about so much about Sean and things that I thought that she would never share. And honestly, same. I feel like when they got engaged, I kind of felt like this isn't going to work because I feel like she had kind of been like asking, 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 asking to get engaged. And I felt like her, I don't know, something about her reaction about the proposal, I felt like wasn't what I thought it would be. Maybe it's like, she didn't like or like maybe love the way that he asked or maybe I'm totally reading it wrong but I just felt something kind of off with it and I remember that they went on like a vacation to Hawaii I think that was like shortly after you could like travel again after COVID and like they met their parents there and I don't know I just had the weirdest vibes from her as far as like the relationship and then it slowly started to like oh we haven't seen them post together in whatever how long and I've been reading so many things lately about like how a lot of the most secure relationships are people that don't like post a ton about their significant other or whatever. But when I, when your life is in the spotlight all the time and sharing your life is your job, I think that's a different thing. You can tell the difference when someone's starting to pull back like a part of their life out of it. And I don't know. I just, I feel like everyone kind of felt it coming on, but then they would like go out of their way to say like, no, everything's fine a little bit. I don't know. I I feel like she was actually the one who called it off because from, I forgot their stories that day, but he alluded to like him being completely heartbroken. And then she said something about like going through like a midlife crisis or something. So I don't know if she, 
I have this long-term theory that her and Nick Vial are like soulmates or something. Yes, I seriously think it. And honestly, the timing is weird. Obviously, I know that like she probably didn't know Natalie. Natalie Joy is his um, fiance. She probably didn't know she was pregnant. But the timing of it is kind of weird. They called off their engagement. They announced their pregnancy like right after Nick got engaged. I feel like Caitlin and Jason didn't post at all anymore. Like there was nothing there. And when she went on, I've watched this podcast so many times, the like YouTube version of it, of him interviewing her. And then she talks about her breakup with Sean and she's already with Jason at that point. He's single at that point, I think. And there is so much chemistry there. And when they talk about like their kind of situation, there is so much like sexual tension there. There's so much, I don't know. And I just, I feel like they're end game. I feel like they know each other and their personalities are so similar as far as like, I'm going to tell you how it is. It doesn't matter what you think. Like, I'm going to be friends with everyone. I'm going to stand up for what I believe. Whatever. I just feel like, I don't know. And I I hate saying stuff like that because obviously I want him and Natalie to, like, work out. And I want, I want them to be happy and stuff. But no. I just feel like there's some unfinished business there. I don't know. I could see that. And especially now. And they seem, Caitlin and Nick, seem like the same person. Like a girl version, boy version of each other in my opinion, which maybe at the beginning clash a little bit because you and her and Sean were like polar opposites in my opinion. But I was like, oh, that's maybe why this will work. But her and Nick, I feel like are very, very similar people. They kind of give off the same air about them a little bit. And so I get what you're saying. I could definitely see that. I just, you wonder how that would happen now, but it's not to say it, it couldn't. And I don't know anything about Nick's fiance really. So I have no idea, but also Sean just announced he's pregnant. Well, he's he's not pregnant. His girl, his girlfriend's pregnant. Really? Um, yeah. So interesting timing, both of her exes. Uh, so maybe that made them have some tough conversations about like, where are we? What are we doing? Do we actually see this future with her? Because I feel like Jason probably would have married her in a heartbeat and like yeah. start having kids or whatever. But maybe right? not. I hate to speculate because truly, we see two percent of the relationship so it's so tough to know like what the inner workings are at all but he seems like kind of a straight narrow guy like business guy gonna do this kind of a planner in a sense but she brought out maybe a little bit of a wild side in him and like yeah more of the go with the flow side and whatnot so I really thought they were kind of a little bit opposites attract too but I don't know it was sad but I'm also glad you brought up Hannah Brown because do you think she just well, she's got a really cute boyfriend now, and they seem yeah. very, very happy. But I'm yeah. like, I always wonder. I'm like, does she kick herself for not? How did she not pick Tyler? Picked Jed. And Jed. I get it. She was scared. I I get what you were saying. He gives off uh, like Playboy energy. Tyler does, but I he I really to his core don't think he is. I just think he's seen that it kind of works for him to have this persona in a sense. But I think he – did you see he put that statement out there was like, if Hannah would have picked me, I think we would have been married by now and would have figured it out. I know. Okay, I – I knew also, she's one of the people who – maybe they just have, like, the most secure relationship ever. And, like, I don't even really see a lot of her posts in general. But I go and check sometimes because I'm like, oh, is she still with that guy? Because I don't know. Like, and I don't follow a ton of what she does, so maybe that's a part of it. But – I'm always like, okay, is this like a Caitlyn and Jason thing? Like, are they like 
kind of on and off, like, trying to work it out, figure it out kind of thing. But I honestly, I feel like if you watch the season back, it's so undeniable, their chemistry and and the way that he, you can tell he literally loves her at the end and, like, mm-hmm. is obsessed with her. And just like JoJo and Jordan, she knew it was Jordan the whole time. Like, the they, whole time. They admit that, but you, fe- I felt that. Everyone felt that. I think it was one of the biggest plot twists when she chose Jed. I feel like everyone was like, what? Like, I didn't even, I thought it was Tyler really and Peter. Like, Me too. I, like, she had know, a good it was, final four. Well, wh- wait, was, she did. Wait, was oh, Luke Luke. Her, except for Luke, but she loved Luke. Loki actually, did. she had the biggest connection with him until she realized he was a little cuckoo. But remember, we all saw his crazy tendencies, but she didn't clearly because she was like, borderline in love with him i felt like he was her front runner until she saw that side of him but she had a good top four aside from him well and maybe she's maybe that's one of the reasons why she's my favorite is i can relate to her way of like receiving love so much because i think that i used to like cling to the guys with the red flags because i'd be like oh my god like you'll never leave me so bad you'll never leave me because like i can help you and like i'll forgive you and i'll let you walk all over me and like we'll be fine and and but, he told her what she wanted to hear too i yes. feel like whether it was genuine or not genuine and, or not she believed yes it. and you just look the other way on the red flags you're like okay you you're saying all the right things all of your actions say something else but you're saying the right things and so sure but then <laughs> when it comes to tyler someone who was just like undoubtedly like all for her adored her was obsessed with her i mean it, like literally i think about my life and i'm like that's what matt did and i pushed him away because i was like no too good to be true you're gonna leave me and i'll be heartbroken and but i i think too it will be, be her true. one that got away i think it so. will that is a feeling where you are just like no you're too perfect this is too yeah too easy with you almost yes. and i think she definitely probably felt that and it turns out peter ended up being the playboy of all of them so are they twist. telling together right I now know. i hope so i have no idea i felt like they really maybe were in game but he kind of went through a couple different um gals before kind of going back to kelly but i think they've been off and on for a while also all this to be said like nick vial's fiance is also in like the influencer space and when I think about all of these things after I say them, I'm like, okay, these are all human beings too, who we think that we know their relationships and we probably know jack shit about anything that's actually going on in their life. And it's fun to talk about it and stuff. But I think that even like with my job, even with your job, it's like people think that they know a ton of details about our lives because of what we choose to share. And I like, when we talk about these things, I never want it to seem like, my opinion of them is like what matters or like I would never want to hurt Nick's fiance's feelings like she's about to have his baby I don't think that like him and Caitlin should run away and have an affair but I think it's hard not to speculate when you see them on these dating shows where they're so emotionally invested in one another and you get so attached to the idea of them being together and yeah it's just it's crazy how the show really does get you so attached to their love life to where a lot of the other parts of their life, like you do love their dogs or whatever, but when they're on the bachelor, you care about their love life for the rest of their life. Like you care if like JP and Ashley, literally still, it's like you think about those people 10 years down the road and it still breaks your heart when it doesn't work out because you're so attached to their love story together. 
Also, I've just fully fallen off of the Bachelor train. I used to be pretty yes. good about watching the seasons. I haven't watched since Matt's season. Oh, I didn't even watch that. Yeah. Was that a boring season because of COVID? Was it just like, what even is this? It was fine. I don't. It wasn't like mm. great, but he just didn't let him in at all. And I know he has a great personality and... I mean, that's why they brought him on. He was Tyler's best friend out of left field. They, like, gave him this gig. Right. So they obviously saw something into him, but he just never broke his walls down. So I feel like we didn't know him at all. Right. So it's hard to be invested in someone, someone's love life, like you were just right. saying, if you don't feel like you know them at all, in a sense. So I remember just the whole time us being like, we feel like we know some of these girls, but we know nothing about Matt. But I love Rachel Kirkconnell, and they seem to be – have a really strong relationship yeah they kind of do i feel like they're they both started doing kind of like food related stuff on tiktok and it's very interesting to watch her cooking so interesting he's like rating i could watch people talk about rating food on tiktok for keith lee is probably my favorite person to follow because not only is he like the most genuine human being on the planet but his like even the asmr of them like trying something even stuff i wouldn't even try before why is it the most fascinating thing to watch on tiktok fascinating even those uh, are on youtube too the guys what is his name jonathan something chase would know but we watch his re he does recreations of like mcdonald's chicken nuggets or um, in and out burger like he makes it all at home and sees if he can make it better we could watch those videos for hours it's oh i'm pretty gosh. sure we're through all of them but it is so fascinating just to see just people who know how to cook. It's such a skill and I don't have it. So it's fascinating to watch. It really is. Do you, I was just kind of a thought out of left field. Now I was thinking about my coffee and then I was thinking about how <laughs> when y'all came over and I was making people coffee, <laughs> a, if you don't have like a Breville and you're getting married, I think that that should be your top item on your registry. It is the, I like my coffee more at home than I do anywhere else, but it's the experience of going to get the coffee that I really love going places. But I was just thinking, do you think there is a better feeling on the planet than having your best friends at your house, like not doing anything and just chatting, like having everyone around me in my home is like, I could not write up a, a more comforting thing, a more life-giving thing when y'all left I literally the rest of the day I was like feeling off and Matt finally asked me he was like are you like are you feeling okay and I just started bawling I'm like why can't it be like this all the time like I feel like we had obviously that in like high school and stuff to where we would be able to just like hang around but it's even sweeter now that we have husbands and fiancés and dogs and like it just adds so much to it and I was so emotional because I'm like, you know, you don't know the next time. Well, we do because we have a bachelorette, but you don't know the next time that you'll be in the room together, like doing all that and what life changes will happen. Like, will we be in a huge house like that has 40 couches and it'll be more fun? Will we live in a different state? Will we, you know, who knows? But it is just, I don't know. I cannot think of a single greater feeling than having that and having your significant other a part of that too and knowing that they fit into the puzzle in the way that you kind of always dreamed of i completely agree there's truly no better feeling than when everyone's just together and nobody is in a rush to leave yes. or just you feel like the time is like ticking down i feel like we didn't feel that way at all and that's my favorite we're just no one's in a rush to go anywhere we're just 
literally just hanging out. It's yes. so nice. So nice. But speaking, going back to your coffee, explain. Alex made me, when I tell you, <laughs> I haven't stopped talking about this latte <laughs> she made me. It's ridiculous. Because sometimes you never know. I We had an espresso. I just yes. could never get it right. The thing is sitting. If anyone wants it, let me know. Mm-hmm. I just could never get it right. So we went back to the Keurig or just we buy iced coffee at the store and a creamer, right. whatever. But she made the most delicious latte. I What was in it? How did you do it? I know you used Yo. your Breville. Tell me. Yes. Okay. So first of all, this Breville, we waited and saved up like gift cards and stuff because I'm pretty sure normally it's like $1,000, which is absolutely astronomical for a coffee machine but for ones like it it actually isn't like that bad i I follow so many people on tiktok that have like five thousand dollar machines but what i like about this one is it has a screen on the front that you get to like a touch screen that you get to customize your drink it has the choice between a cappuccino a flat white a latte or whatever so um it is just so specific like it grinds the espresso beans, which I feel like makes it taste so much better, but like it does it for you. The one we had before you had to like, I don't know, figure out how much you wanted in the tamper or whatever it's called. And that was hard for me because I'm like, I don't know anything about coffee. Like, I don't know how much I want to use for this, but it like measures it all out for you to pay dependent on what you want. So like Matt has his own customized drink called like Matt's double something to where he just presses it. And like, it pretty much does most of it for him besides like taking the espresso genius, like stamping it down and putting it, whatever. But all I used is, um, I forgot that the beans, the espresso beans that I use are from Costco and they're like some of the best ones ever. They're called like Lazo or something like that. It starts with an L it's like one of the only non, um, Kirkland brands that's there. And then I used 2% milk for the milk that I froth that went inside of it. And then the Chobani sweet cream creamer. And maybe it's just like a tablespoon of that, if nothing else. And that is literally all that's in it. There's no syrup. There's no sugar. There's no whatever. And it's two shots like, of espresso. Yeah. Two shots of espresso. And then, um, the milk, there's like a little line on the cup. That's like a milk frother. I would say, gosh, probably less than like maybe like four or five ounces of milk and it's just like the perfect mix of everything and honestly you could do that with a $50 espresso machine maker too if you just knew like the correct measurements and the Chobani sweet cream creamer you can find it at like any grocery store pretty much it's so good I want to try a couple of the I saw they had an Oreo one and I'm like don't try that because then you're gonna fall in love with it and just I'm good with using like a tablespoon of this one and I don't want to make it anymore I actually use maple syrup today um instead of that because it's like a super pure maple syrup and like whatever it's supposed to be better for you um and I use oat milk too the Chobani one which is also really good but honestly no work at all I feel like none of it was me it was mostly the machine but those are some good hot lattes and I hadn't made a hot one in a really long time I usually make ice or Matt usually makes ice and when I made one for Kelsey I made one for myself and I'm like on the hot coffee train already for this year I just feel like there's something that tastes better about them I love the experience of an iced coffee like going to get one but there's nothing like a hot latte, I don't think. From home, too. It just tastes yes. better for some reason when you just get to enjoy a hot coffee mm. at home. Because I get iced. Anytime I go somewhere, it's iced. Unless it's quite literally freezing outside. Even right. though I'm probably still getting iced. But Same. it was so good. But I'm going to get that Chobani creamer because yes. 
It's always nerve-wracking, which sounds so dramatic, but going to the store to pick out a creamer because there's rarely the small ones. They're all in those big jugs. You're like, do I want to buy this? What if it's disgusting? Like cinnamon roll, that sounds good, but if it's gross, then it's just going to sit in my fridge and like, what a waste. I mean, you can't return it after you've opened it, obviously. And you're like just praying someone comes to your house and likes it so you can just tell them to take it home. But Agreed. I've taken some to work and just left them in the work fridge and like hoped people have used right. them. But I feel like unless you know it's good or you've tried it at someone else's house or something, it's like, how do I know if I'm going to like this? Agreed. I was trying to, I think when I found this one, recreate like or do a vanilla sweet cream cold brew from Starbucks. And I thought that it was the most similar tasting one of the all one of all. And I was using it with the iced coffees. But it is the best. And the container is, like, tiny. So it's nice you go through it, like, quickly. I've never once, like, thrown any of it out. It's so good. They have a hazelnut one, too, that's actually really good. And it's not, like, too – you know when they're too artificial tasting to where you're, like, this is just – I mean, I'd rather drink the coffee straight probably than have this kind of, like – weird sugary kind of thing and i'm i like a sweet coffee i like like a little bit of coffee with my milk so if for me to say that i feel like is a lot yes for sure you're like you know it was way too sweet i was out last time looking for um the creamer they were setting up pumpkin spice ones in the target and i was like i am not ready like i i'm kind of ready in some aspects like i love the fashion i love whatever but i'm like we haven't even had a hot like we've had maybe four days that have been really hot this summer i feel like and that's it i don't even think we've had summer yet it feels like i feel like fall will hit late but once it's truly fall fall is my absolute favorite but i can wait Mm -hmm. until end of september i don't need it like tomorrow give us another month of summer and then i'll be ready full bore when that pumpkin cream cold bro comes back i will be nothing makes me more basic than that drink i swear to god Okay, I've never loved anything pumpkin tasting. Anything? And I feel, no, well. I don't like pumpkin spice, which is, which is weird, but I, the pumpkin cream. Mm. Gosh, there is one thing now that I'm thinking about it, but I don't think it's anything coffee related. I don't know what it is about why I don't love it. Maybe we just, I don't really remember ever having anything pumpkin growing up, so maybe that's a part of it, but I, I don't know. Maybe I would be more excited about it becoming fall if, if I was, like, more of a pumpkin spice kind of person. Do you person. like um, pumpkin, the pumpkin loaf at Starbucks? Have you ever tried that? Mm, Do you even like pumpkin bread, so. to your knowledge? Um, mm-hmm. I always get the pumpkin loaf. If I'm getting either the banana or the pumpkin, the pumpkin oh. one is so good. But I feel like it's one of those mm-hmm. tastes that some people love it, some people don't. Like, I love peppermint. True. Some people are, hate peppermint. I feel like it's just, oh, like, an, it's just an acquired acquired deal but i just love everything about fall especially being Mm -hmm. in colorado for it um but i saw this video the other day on instagram of like drive from boston to vermont with me during october or something it was just like a video like that immediately added it to my bucket list i was like i need to do this stat the colors i was like i don't okay maybe i haven't experienced fall because i have never seen anything that beautiful i've been to boston in fall which was gorgeous but we and the drives were wonderful but we didn't drive like up through anything like that to like vermont but i'm i've added it to my must see list okay i will a hundred percent do that with you because i just i just have seen videos in the past couple years of not only that 
just anything. Matt's um work, they have offices in Connecticut, and I've never really like I don't know looked into. I feel like the older you get, the more that you appreciate. I've never been there. Different things. I want to go there so bad, but also, have you seen videos about? I think honestly, Kylie Piper was there. I don't know, maybe last year, the year before, but like Canada in the fall in certain places is like nothing I've ever seen in my life. It looks like a fairy tale of just leaves everywhere, huge trees. I've never like even wanted to go to Canada or was interested. I remember when we were going to Paris and we had a layover in Canada, Annika's dad, Jim was like, oh, Alex, if you have time, you've got to go see da 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 And I'm like, no, we're going to Paris. Why would I, you know, stop and have a layover? And now, and it was in the fall, and I'm like, oh my gosh, why didn't we? That would have been amazing. But I think the older you get, the more that you're like, oh, I want to experience the change of seasons. And never, <laughs> like usually when we were traveling, we'd be like, oh, where's the nightclub and where's the beaches and where's the whatever? And now we're like, I want to see the foliage. Oh, how so beautiful! <laughs> foliage. I 100% agree. I um. Remember when I was living in Arizona for grad school, the season thing really hit me because I never realized how accustomed we are here to having four seasons. But then there, I mean, it gets hotter and it gets a little colder in the, like the spring, right. winter. It gets, it's cold. It can get cold there for sure. And right. then it's obviously blazing hot in the summer. But it really has no change as far. I mean, the cacti, all of that, everything pretty much looks the same year round and I remember that like kind of messing with me a little bit just feeling like why every day feels the same here and which I feel like if you grow up somewhere like that you don't really realize and you probably love it but I it made me realize I do like a little bit of seasonal change it doesn't need to be drastic but a little bit of change throughout the year just so you know it's like a fresh start you know what I mean like you get when fall hits we get to just be excited about it kind of have a change same when spring comes, you're ready for summer. I don't know. I just now I'm like, I can't live without it. I would have such a hard time like even decorating for fall or for winter if it was still like warm outside. I just don't think I could do it. I, I don't think I could feel normal not having seasons like every single We We're so blessed that we have that, honestly. Yes. I, I feel like we got it in Lubbock, Texas because we were at West Texas. So you still get right. the seasons. Um, But there are definitely parts of everywhere where especially like probably Houston or wherever she might yes. have been that yeah you don't really get as much change as other places totally. this is so random but this made me laugh so I know we were talking earlier about my dad how it's his birthday and uh-huh. we're all texting and asking him kind of what he wants this was a couple of weeks ago and it's I don't know if this is just a dad thing or a guy thing or a my dad thing but he asked for a chainsaw i <laughs> A new pair of shoes, not a gift card, you know, the normal things. I was like, and an extender one so that he can reach the branches for the, I seriously was dying. And I'm pretty sure that's what my mom did, ended up getting him. It was like, this is the funniest thing ever. And he was dead serious. He wanted to change that for his birthday. It's so funny too, because like, I don't know if you feel like this, but when, I don't know, anyone asks for something like practical as a gift, you almost get like bummed that like that's what you're getting them you're like this doesn't seem like a fun gift like I don't I even though it's a thing that's like gonna serve them best and like what they actually want you're like are you sure you don't want something really fun like you don't want I don't know I just feel like that which is so selfish no it's so true but even wedding registries sometimes if you look on the thing and the only thing left to get is like 
a pot, you're like, well, mm. of course they'd probably they are appreciate it. They wouldn't put it on their thing if they didn't want it. But you're like, I don't want to be the one to get them just the pot. Like how boring. Oh, but also the same thing. You don't want to go too rogue and not and go off the list. So it's such a I struggle. Know. Speaking of, when we were at Zach and Hallie's uh, wedding this weekend, we walk up with a gift, and there's literally two gifts there, and everybody else just got cards and money and stuff, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. Everybody else, every wants, everyone wants money and wants, like, the specific things on their registry. Me, of all people, and I'm like, here's a basket of goodies. <laughs> like, goodness gracious. It's Alex. No, but you do, you pick good things. It would be different oh, if you had, you. like, a hand painted something weird in there or mm-hmm. you know what i mean if you mm-hmm. just totally unpractical stuff but i feel like they know you and you're pretty good at giving gifts so i'm sure everything in the goodie basket was great we See, ended up i was about to mess with you and say it was a hand painted something <sighs> but I, literally i feel bad like even doing that i don't know what i need to detach from that and be like okay you can tell her two seconds later that you were kidding like it's okay <laughs> it was actually a hand painted mural of their dog <laughs> Even better. <laughs> to each their own. Honestly, yeah. they'd probably love it. Who knows? Yeah, they probably would. We ended up doing cornhole boards. Um, oh, my so parents fun. helped uh, make them. They're so good at making them. And just we put, like, the couple's name on them and stuff. And they turned out so good. Um, but we still need to. We didn't. They weren't dry yet. So we couldn't bring them to the venue that night. But we need to right. deliver them when they get back from their honeymoon so oh i love that um okay our question for today someone actually just dm me this this morning um they said that they're going to quitolane and wanted to try breakfast places that i've recommended before in the past but couldn't remember the names i think i used to have like a highlight of quitolane recommendations but peep is my favorite place in quitolane i if you're watching i have like a little picture of the stuffed french toast which is it has this like lemon ricotta cheese cream cheese in between each of the slices and then fresh strawberries and powdered sugar the owners are like the nicest people on the planet they always have the same kids that come back during the summer to work for them and they're like the best waitresses best staff the coffee there's me but everything else food wise the lunch sandwiches are amazing you can sit on um the little deck or patio that looks out onto lake Coeur d'Alene and one of the little inlets that like connects to post falls and it is my favorite be- breakfast place on the planet. Um, and if you're in the Spokane area, there's a place called Chaps, which is so incredibly good. It's like an old vintage house where the tables are kind of sporadically throughout the house. And it has the best pancakes, the best vanilla latte you'll ever have in your life. And then Coeur Coffee is like probably five, six minutes from La Peep. And if you want a good coffee after your breakfast, that is my favorite coffee that's there then vault's really good too it's like down the road all of it's just incredible i think we tried all of those we went to Coeur d'Alene a couple of years ago my mom and sisters and i for our girls trip yeah. and alex gave us a list of wrecks and we tried i'm pretty sure we tried every single one all 10 out of 10 you can find there i love all the different little cafe looking places oh. there so much good coffee all times of the day you just you're not gonna go thirsty that's for sure and it is beautiful there i would go back oh my gosh i oh my gosh i miss it so much it's funny matt and i were talking about this i think with chase this weekend hindsight is so 2020 like when i look back and i'm like that was the best place like i just loved living there so much honestly when we lived there i was having such a rough time and so was matt like it wasn't about the place that we lived it was just 
work and being away from family and so many other factors but it's so funny how nostalgically you look back on like places that you used to live even when you were in college and stuff and I'm like what a time to be alive oh you just went away okay I think we're having some wi-fi connection problems it's been episode 27 we love y'all so much thanks for listening and we'll see you next Wednesday